Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Haley. Welcome to Mountain Mysteries, Tales from Appalachia. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. You know, we say that a lot. We do. It's been a rough month. (laughs) (laughs) We were just having this conversation about like, man, I just feel drained and it's just been a rough like, like two months, like end of the year. I feel like it's been a rough 2021 2022 i've i've had a really it's been hard yeah it's in been, different ways right it's been a lot and it's like ending the year out just with a lot of stress and a lot yeah. of like different things going on in our lives that are stressful and a lot and um i don't know it's just and i you know i know that we're not alone in that because you know friends of mine are going through really hard times and you know everybody seems to be going through different things but equally as challenging whether it's health issues or financial issues or marital issues or issues with your kiddos i know my son is like freaking the flip out all the time (laughs) and will not sleep since the time changed um he wakes me up a lot it's been and like i i don't know i just it's almost like it's been one thing after another after another. Like, I feel like I can't catch a break. I know. I feel like that I just too. can't get my head above water right now. Is there something with like Mercury and retrograde I don't or something, know. you know, kind of going on at the, you know, in the, the universe. universe that is altering our capacity I don't to know. function? I think it's just rough out there for everybody yeah. right now. Like, I know, I mean, I just, yeah, and I think we're we're pretty real with, like, talking about stuff and never want you guys to think that our lives are perfect. Oh, or, no, they, they would instantly know we're not. Right, they would instantly know we're lying. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's just been a, it's been a rough, like, we're just kind of going through it. I think the seasonal depression's real right now. Like, the getting dark at 5 p.m. is really throwing me off my game. I know. Um, it was it was four thirty and it was starting to get dark and I was like, "Where is Haley?" I know and I, I was, was driving out here and I was like, freaking out because it's dark. <laughs> How do I get there? And there's no and none of the lights like the street lights were on. That's weird. On the interstate, which I don't feel like That's are they strange. called interstate lights at that point <laughs> instead I don't of know. street lights? I don't know. But none of them were on and did, it was pitch black because it was raining. Did Randy have the lights on at the guard shack? The lights were on in the guard okay, shack, good. but. Good. The, like, when I got off the interstate, um, the lights were not on. And I was like, what the That's heck? Weird. Um, so, it was, and it was rainy, and it was just dark, and I just, mm, I didn't like that it. It sounds like a ghost story. Yeah. It felt like it. it I was, was like, God, if I break down, now. I'm going to die out well, here. Well, and you know what? I didn't hear from you for a little bit. Like, I had shot you a text and said, hey, traffic moving now? And yeah, I heard nothing. Yeah, traffic was rough again this week. And I was like, <gasps> 
oh my god is she dead, She's dead. Like, i did no. panic a little and then all of a sudden i get this text message that's, that says here i'm here <laughs> and usually randy will alert me like hey you know your visitor is is here right. you know just have but he didn't this time and i don't know if it's because he knew you were coming so he just didn't say anything to, I, I don't know right but there you were. There so. I was in the driveway. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those, like, traffic was rough again this week. I shot you a text because I was stuck in, like, standstill traffic. We were not moving. I could have put my car in park um, for an extended period of time is how much mm-hmm. we were not moving on the interstate. And I shot you a text real quick. Don't text and drive. Um, but I was like, hey, I'm stuck in traffic, like, literal standstill traffic. Um, and then I guess when you texted me back, we had started moving again. Because yeah. I saw your text when I got here because I hadn't checked my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> while I was driving. And it didn't normally, like, it, in my car, to like, pop up that's, like, text from so-and-so or, like, whoever. My favorite person ever. Holly. Holly. Um, but it did not. So yeah. I didn't even know you had texted me. Um, but, yeah, it was, uh, I just really feel like I'm going through it right now. And yeah, me too. I mean, and I have so much to, like, be grateful for and thankful for and all Same. that. And, like... But I don't think that diminishes the feeling of just like, blech. So I think this is that moment in the podcast before we get to the story where we just take a collective deep breath in and blow out. All right, everybody. I love it. That was just, nice. <laughs> I, you know, you kind of breathe in that nervous energy. And so uh-huh. the, when you first breathe out, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but when you do it a couple of times, you do start to regulate a little bit. I have to so. do the, um, the box breathing thing where it's like inhale for seven, hold for seven or however mm-hmm. long you do. I think I do seven because I can't breathe. Kind of like you're giving birth and you're in labor and right. they're like, deep breath in. Now push two and they uh-huh. slowly count for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have to do Good the times. like inhale for seven seconds, hold for seven seconds, exhale for seven seconds, hold the exhale for seven seconds. Like a, like a box. You think about it as a box. But I have to do that sometimes to get to sleep at night. I've started using um, like hypnosis visualization to go to sleep like yeah so there are many a youtube um you know videos that have this and you just listen to it and you put your phone beside your bed and you charge it and you're listening to you know now you feel your toes you know now you feel it in your limbs whatever and it's just like <laughs> and it works until my yeah. child comes in at 2 a.m right, says, right what you doing mama i'm sleeping <laughs> is what I have I'm to doing. have something, some type of noise playing in the back. Usually, I will turn on like a random YouTube video I've seen like eight thousand times or something, and like just have it playing, and like not, obviously not listening to it or watching it or anything, but just, just the have it, noise. yeah, having it play, and I'm out in like five minutes. Here lately, I've been trying to catch up on The Office, which I've seen a hundred times, but I just love that show, and I get to dun 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 da da da, <laughs> and you're out. <laughs> so yeah, I love it. All right, Haley, what All is right. this story about? So I've lost my notes, but let me find them again. Well, and we've done the, um, you know so many minutes that my friend will be like timer yeah no so, we're good you know. um well you're just gonna have to chill for five seconds um or maybe longer should i sing a song from last week about a heart in a box <laughs> you sure can. hey girl i'm back you thought i was gone but i'm not and i still have your heart in this box i 
got your heart in a box. Yeah. Okay, I found them. Oh, bummer. So I'm cutting her off. I'm cutting her off. All right, you're welcome. Um, no, that was beautiful. I hope that you sing that at my wedding. Um, if I get married, I'm going to need that as my first dance song. Or my walking down the aisle song. Your dad will sing. You couldn't have done Here Comes the Bride. You no. had to do a stupid... You know, Larry would be into it. Larry would be like, heck yeah, let's do it. Break it down, Mary. Yeah, he'd be fine. Some of your family may not care for it, but you know what? I don't know. They might Mike, be. Mic me up. Let's tear up this bad boy. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go back to West Virginia this week. Get your heart Okay. <laughs> Back yeah. to West Virginia. We're going to talk about the Grafton Monster. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. kind of a, a spooky, you know, not as dark as, you know, missing and possibly burned children. <laughs> uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a little bit more, uh, a little bit more fun. Um, <laughs> heart in a box is pretty good. Oh, no. I don't know how you beat a heart in a box. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, heartbeat. Yeah, you beat it. <laughs> How do you beat it? Boom, 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 boom. Sorry. I hate this. Okay. (laughs) West Virginia, Grafton Monster, taking it back to the 1960s. Love it. All right. June 16th, 1964, Robert Robert Cockrell was driving along the Tigerit? Sure. Tigerit River on Route 119 on his way home from work. Um, While on this drive, he encountered a large white creature on the right-hand side of the road. Me. (laughs) Large white creature. (laughs) Well. Okay. Kind of (laughs) pasty. Just stark naked on the side of the road. I mean, sure. Why not? The 60s was a weird time. an odd time for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of, (laughs) you know, free spirits. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, according to Cockrell, the creature was walking around on the side of the road. He heard a low whistling noise from further away towards the river. So, he didn't think that the creature was making the noise, but he could hear it. It was um, like a call for the creature, like, come back here, Irene. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Lassie. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of gotcha. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he couldn't explain the noise. One theory, though, about the noise is that the creature was actually an extraterrestrial and that the noise was coming from a UFO. I mean, that's a pretty big jump. Right. But that's kind of where we're, that's <laughs> well, where we're starting out. It actually at. makes sense with the time period when right. there was a lot of hysteria around like UFOs yes. and stuff. So, so that's kind yeah. of where we're starting. Okay. A cockerel slowed down to get a better look at this creature. Of course he did. Um, he stated that it was very large and hey. made of muscle. Oh, well, I have been lifting <laughs> weights. Um, he said it had white seal-like fur, which, mm-hmm. I mean, when I haven't shaved in a beat, <laughs> I got some fur on the, on the legs, the underarms. I you said legs. The legs, the underarms. Um <laughs> It's just, it gets a little rough. Your face. <laughs> face. You lots know, of shaving. Arms. Yep. Back. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> Toes. Toes. You know. Just hair everywhere. All those body parts. <laughs> I just say, no one's, no one's feeling up my legs right now. We're good. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Um, anyway, 
Uh, it also didn't appear to have a visible head. I mean, really, who needs one? Right. I mean, in this economy. The rest, the rest of the body speaks for itself. Right. I mean, furry, large, muscly, <laughs> white, weird whistle noise, no head, sounds But ideal. it wasn't making the whistle noise. Right. The UFO was. It was accompanied by a whistling yeah, noise. Correct. Yes. Um, the creature then moved very quickly out of view. Uh, once Cockrell realized that it was a you know living thing and not just like a weird thing on the side of the road... Um, he sped away until he reached home, which good call. Once home, Cockrell called two friends, Jerry Morse and Jim Mouser. Cockrell described what he had seen and his friends agreed to go with him back to the site to investigate. If you called me and told me that you saw a headless white blob that was hairy on the road and you wanted me to come back with you to kind of check it out. I mean, what do you think I would say? I think you would say no, but if, if the roles were reversed, I would 100% say yes. Yeah. I mean, I would probably say no because I wouldn't want to bring my kid over. Right. So that would be But, like, issue. if you could get a sitter. <sighs> Is it daytime? No, it's nighttime. I mean, if you hold my hand, I'll go. Okay, great. All right. All right, now that we've got that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they agreed to go back to the site to investigate. Holding hands. Holding hands. <laughs> Once they arrived, though, the creature was gone. Of course he was. But the grass was trampled in the area, and they could still hear a low whistling noise that seemed to follow them as they walked around the area. That's creepy. Creepy, weird, don't like it. No. Um, the next day, Cockrell went to work, um, and he actually worked at the Grafton Sentinel, one of the local newspapers, and he mentioned his experience. The editor there didn't really take him very seriously. It was like, okay, that's weird. This guy's been drinking a lot. Yeah. Um, Cockrell seemed to drop it, but his two friends became obsessed with this story. Um, they went around telling anyone who would listen that there was a monster on the loose. That's not causing any kind of panic. Right. That's like screaming fire in the movie theater. Don't mm-hmm. do that. No. Don't do that. Um, hunting parties formed. <gasps> mostly of local teens. Of course. With baseball bats. Oh, baseball bats. And they went out to hunt the monster. <laughs> Which, like, I work with teenagers every single day. Um I don't want any of them with a baseball bat in a hunting party. No, I and I could even, you know, say to my son, like, what you doing with the bat? He's like, Mama, don't worry about it. I got things to do. I'm chasing chasing the chasing headless the headless monster. Yeah. Through the woods. Mama, I mean I got this. I don't think I would trust any of the teens I work with with baseball bats. Like, no, don't don't give them weapons. They don't need weapons. No baseball teen. bats included. No. 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 I worry about them on like sports teams when they have to have bats i mean acne and just puberty alone is scary Mm -hmm. like they don't need bats no we don't need to add any any hysteria into that nah um well the teen hunting party they set out near the initial (laughs) sighting (laughs) it's just a mob of teenagers why not um soon new sightings are reported the grafton sentinel jumped on the story this time and interviewed some of the teens um, an article was published on June 18th of 1964 titled, quote, Teenage Monster Hardy, Teenage Monster Hunting Parties, Latest Activity on Grafton Scene. 
It's so trendy. You know, I was uh, scrolling the TikTok. Love TikTok. Uh, yeah, and uh, I saw a video of this hairy, headless thing. And it was so cool and so trendy. Um, and so we all just kind of got together and started seeking it out. And like, you know, it's, it's now what we do. You and the teens? Me and the teens. <laughs> the teens. And then I did a really cool TikTok uh, video where I drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> go, go. Get it, get it, get it. Mm. I, I'm from another generation. I don't actually have the TikTok. I have the, I have the app. I do not. I have uh, I have the Instagram. Mm. I have the Facebook. You gotta get TikTok. Nah. You don't have to make anything on it. It's good. <laughs> you to, wouldn't want to see what I'd make. You just like it would be so boring. And watch the videos. Yeah, I can watch it on. Um, watch a lot of them on like YouTube or Instagram. Yeah, so true. I don't actually need to watch them on. Yeah. Anyway, it's, a, go ahead. it's an addiction. It's a good time. Um, it's so, fun. I enjoy it. Trendy teens uh, trendy who teens. are hunting um, this monster. Mm-hmm. If they had TikTok at the time, they definitely would have been making oh, TikToks. Hundred. <laughs> right. Because that's what I imagine it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, overall, there were more than 20 sightings reported. Uh, uh, Robert Cockrell interviewed all of them. Of course he did. Um, here are two. I'll read them oh. from the newspaper. So this is like word for word from the thing. I copied and pasted it from his article. All right. Quote, I have seen the creature called the Grafton monster several times when I was a young man. And it is very real. My first encounter, I was with my father cutting wood. We had finished and were loading the truck when our two dogs started barking. We stood there and listened. Something was walking, getting closer. My dad told me to get the gun from the cab. <laughs> he carried a double barrel tin gauge with... Some type of buckshot. I don't know what that is. Um, oh. Whoever knows about guns, um, let us know. Uh, whatever it was had picked up its pace and continued towards us. All we knew for sure was it was big and it wasn't scared of us, the dogs, or the chainsaws. It stopped about 50 to 55 yards away from us in the trees and went quiet. My dad pulled both hammers back and stood in front of me, told me to be ready. The next thing that happened, I'll never forget. It stepped out looked at us, took three strides in our direction, turned, and walked back into the tree line. That was my first sighting of the beast, and I'll never forget it. My second counter was about two months later, at night, fishing alone. I spotted him on the opposite bank, and I got the hell out of the area. <laughs> Smart. Yep, that was that was this guy's story. Um, was it a bear? Was it? I don't know. Hmm. All right. Uh, the other story was, <clears throat> quote, I saw the monster near the river early in the morning. It saw me and instantly froze. It did not move. I was fishing at the time and left all my gear there and started to run away. As I ran and turned, I saw that it too turned away and started running off. As I got near my truck and began opening the door, I heard a whooshing sound and a bright light appear above the tree line. I drove off and got my gear two days later. Smart. Yeah. See, people running and, like, preparing to fight is better. Well, and and we know that this creature is pretty, you know, like, trip the lights fantastic. Like, this this one is, like, up late, like, early in the morning. He's probably got the walk of shame. Mm -hmm. And he runs across the guy fishing, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, man, my head hurts. I shouldn't have drank so much. What a party. You know, and then... 
and he kind of gets startled too and and the guy runs off towards his car and the guy the you know the monster's like oh crap Mm -hmm. and he goes running off you know embarrassed and all the things that you are after a night like that yeah i've been there done that yeah so i wouldn't recommend but i mean smart that both of these uh teens got the hell out of there yeah right i wouldn't stay around Mm -mm, no thank you nope um so Due to the large amount of people turned monster hunters bringing <laughs> loaded guns, vigilantes, right into the area, and with you know tensions rising, police decided you know we'll go ahead and take a look into this and you know do our own investigation. Hmm. Um, so the next day, June nineteenth, the Grafton Sentinel printed another article on the subject. Wow. This time, dismissing the monster as simply the result of spring fever. Um, saying that these were just bored locals, wildly imagining this creature, kind of like a mass hysteria. Um, they said it instead of a creature, it was a hand cart piled high with boxes. Was what was on the side of the road that night. It was just a. But boxes don't have hair. Nor do they move. Exactly. Um, but that's what they're going with. The hand cart piled high with boxes. Okay. People were just freaking out. Okay. Um, with this information, the town, you know, started to kind of calm down. And, you know, everybody, especially the cops, were relieved that no one had been shot or hurt during the monster <laughs> yeah. hunts. Um, one teen in 1964 initially suggested the creature was an escaped polar bear. Um, but no one could determine where or what a polar bear was doing in Grafton, West Virginia. Without its head. Without a head. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty hard to move around without your head. Yeah. So, like I said, the Grafton Sentinel posted on that June 19th article that the monster was simply an individual who had been pushing a hand cart loaded high with boxes along Riverside Drive on Tuesday night. Why he was pushing a hand cart along Riverside Drive at the middle of the night? Oh, no one knows. Um, newspaper claimed that due to the dim lighting and the wildly imaginative teens, um, the handcart was the most likely cause for the story. Um, the paper then said, quote, it's fairly certain that monsters don't go around pushing handcarts with loaded boxes. Not unless they need a second job. I mean, right. I mean, maybe he was delivering, you know. Supplies Supp- or uh, office supplies or oh yeah you know people need paper paper and staplers mm-hmm. paper and clips staples exactly posted notes maybe he worked for staples me oh yeah yeah probably had the red shirt on right yeah they couldn't see it in the dark no though. not just all the boxes yeah. delivery <laughs> i'm pushing it down the road because the truck broke down right that would that's make some why. yeah that's there we why. and i have and see, to get this delivery and like i don't know if this is like an industrial area where it would like make sense that somebody was like pushing right. a cart like but in my mind i'm imagining like a rural road where there's just some dude pushing a cart and you know it would make sense that if it was made up it started by this guy who works for a newspaper who wants something to write about. Wouldn't right. it be interesting to kind of have that take and then everybody like blow it out of proportion? I right. mean, that's like a writer's dream. Right. Definitely. Um, since the original sightings in 1964, the lore that surrounds the Grafton monster has spread across West Virginia and the nation. 
Um, Gary Barker, the Clarksburg researcher who popularized tales of the Mothman. Your favorite. I love that guy. Um, believed that the Grafton monster was a lab animal left on Earth by extraterrestrials to test the planet's livability. While others have suggested that it was an interdimensional traveler. Kind of like us. <laughs> I feel like both of those theories are just, uh, it's like how much crack? And at what, I mean, they've, these Martians have been studying us for years. At what point are they just going to take over or just start sucking at our brains? Like, I, right. mean, I mean, you know, get with it already. Or they've taken a look at our, you know, our political systems and our healthcare disasters. And they're like, you know what? I think we just leave this one to kind of fizzle out. On or its have own. they listened to the podcast and they're like, nah, we're over it. We're over it. There's not enough intelligent life here to deal with. <laughs> But if it's just Holly by herself, then no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just maybe. No. Maybe. Maybe. No, we know that ain't true. Ugh, ugh. All right. So, the Grafton Monster has brought, you know, considerable attention to its hometown. Uh, um, <laughs> Sorry about that, you guys. Right, right. So, it actually appeared in West Virginia... It's one of the West Virginia cryptids, so like Mothman and others, that appeared in Bethesda Studios' Fallout 76, which I think is a video game? Maybe a movie? I don't know. Do you want me to look it up? Sure, why not? Because I didn't write down what it was. I feel like when I wrote this, I knew what it was. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So to capitalize on this attention, the town placed a sign commemorating Cockrell's sighting at the location of his encounter along Riverside Drive. Um, However, the sign was stolen by a West Virginia University student shortly thereafter. Of course it was. But just as it was, you know, quickly recovered. Um, And when it was, it was moved to a new location on Main Street. Well, gotta do what you gotta do. So there's a sign there. Um, As far as I know, there are continued sightings of the Grafton monster, but, you know, none that are obviously credible. Hmm. So I don't know. Um, what do you think? Do you think it was a guy with boxes? Are we thinking alien? Are we thinking escaped polar bear? Um, are we thinking UFO? Like what? What are you thinking? So to clarify, Fallout seventy six video game. Yes. So you are correct in that. that um, right. And it says you know Xbox role playing. Ooh, kinky. Mm. I do like some role play. I'll be the French maid. Bullshit. <laughs> and you be the big scary monster. You be the graphic uh. monster. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, um, or was I think, it just hysteria? I, I mean, I think that teens will go after whatever feels like cool and mm-hmm. hip. Like, yeah, let's go take care of it. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think it's real. I don't think it's real. I don't think it's necessarily like what they're saying. I think there are. Creepy. I don't think it's boxes. I don't think it's boxes. I don't. I don't know. I think there's creepy crap in the woods. Um, I think the Appalachian Mountains, we have some spooky stuff. Um, I'm not out in the woods by myself at night. 
um, because there are creepy things out there, people yep. and otherwise. Exactly. Um, I'll leave immediately. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it could be something. I don't necessarily think alien. I don't know. I, to me, the parallel with the alien thing, with the whistling really is only because of the time period. Right. Because that was cool to talk about in the early 60s yeah. was, oh, it must like be UFO. Thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not feeling UFO. I am feeling maybe like a cryptid type creature. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there's spooky stuff in the woods. I'm waiting for you and I to experience something to this effect. And then, you I don't know. I want to. Mm-mm. And then be talking about it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've been in the woods enough just like... Roaming. Roaming, no. Just like (laughs) I've been in the woods enough and gotten enough uneasy feelings that I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want anything to do with the woods, period. No. I mean, like, I remember as a kid walking, like, our farm property... And coming back up, like, one of the dirt roads um, onto the main farm area and just having this overwhelming feeling that something was watching me. And, like, I was, I'm probably, like, 10 or 11 years old at the time. And I still remember that feeling that, like, there was something in the woods watching me. Nope. As I was walking, and I hate it, like the the like tingly feeling on the back of your neck, and the like my heart was racing, and you know I just there was something out there, and I didn't like it. Um, so I don't do the woods. No, and if you've listened enough to this podcast, you know you just shouldn't. No, there's creepy things in the woods. The Appalachian Mountains are very very old. Um, there's a lot of this area that people haven't been, and. Shouldn't go. Shouldn't go, and we don't know about, and then we just need to leave it leave it alone. Just leave it alone. <laughs> just leave it alone. I'm curious, you know, we have so many listeners who are from West Virginia. I'm really curious um, your viewpoints on this. Yeah, have you like, seen this Have thing? you seen this? Have you heard it? What's the folklore going around? Like, do people actually buy, like, do they buy this? Do they feel like, yeah, or do you know someone who's seen it? Or is it like, yeah, that's just a tall tale that kids came up with, that this writer came up with? Like, I don't like tell tell us what do you think that is? What have been your creepy experiences in the woods? Um, oh God! You know, what have you seen or heard or felt or, you know? I mean, we've all had we've. I mean, there's some spooky shit out there. Do you know that? Um, a couple of days ago at work, we were doing this training and my, my boss was um, doing this presentation and it was about, you know, um, how fear affects our body. And she said something about, imagine you find a snake, you're out in the woods and you're walking and there's a snake. And so I responded and said, well, first of all, I would not be out in the woods. <laughs> not be in the woods. I would not be out in the woods. Um, but, you know, it was talking about, you know, fight, flight or freeze. What right, would you right, do? Right, and right. I said, I'd run like hell. And a lot of people said they'd freeze. You're a flight flighter. So, um, yeah. So, you know, if I were to see this headless, hairy monster, I'd run like hell. Yeah. I think I'm more of a, I think I'm a runner. I'm a runner. Yep. What are you? Are you a runner, a freezer, a fighter? Would you fight the monster? What would you do? Um, <laughs> would you fight him? I wouldn't recommend that. But... I wouldn't either, but you let us know. Yeah. Um, and uh, how do they do that, Haley? You can do that. Bye. <laughs>
sending us an email at okay. mountainmysteries.appalachian at gmail.com. You find us on our Facebook, Mountain Mysteries Tales from Appalachia. Find us on our Instagram, mountainmysteries.appalachia. Um, check us out on Patreon for some bonus content, um, patreon.com slash mountainmysteries. And do it because that bonus content is where it's at. You can hear us make mistakes. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> How weird. Um, you can hear some sort of one-offs that you normally wouldn't expect from, you know, us. Mm-hmm. So If you feel so inclined, you can also leave us a lovely review on Apple. I think just Apple. I don't think Spotify does that. Yeah. Um, rate, review us. Please be nice about it. Um, and I have read some really nice ones here lately. Two, so thank you so much for so that. they were so lovely. Yes. Y'all are all good. Lovely. Haley, are you working on that vocal fry? I am. Um, the younger actually, one. I'm getting it worse, actually, because I've got some like chest congestion type stuff <laughs> going on. So I'm really, really hoping that um, it is progressively getting... I feel like a pack-a-day smoker right now. Um, that I sound like one. No, it's not. It's not that bad. It's not that bad? Okay. It's yeah. going to get progressively worse as the evening That's all right. progresses. That's all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I want to give a shout out. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to West Virginia since we've covered them twice. Once yeah. last week and this week. So Beckley, West Virginia. This one is for you guys. Thank Heck you yeah. so much for listening. Um, yeah. We so. love you. You may not love us, but we sure do love you. Who says they don't love us? I don't know. I feel like I read somebody from West Virginia got real mad at us when we made fun That of was an Virginia. email, and oh, that was you and Travis. Right, yeah, right. yeah. I wasn't in that episode, no, so. No, okay. They probably still like me. They probably like you. They yeah. hate me, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Join the club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I hate me too. It's all right. No. Um, no, I really. Could, I don't hate you. I could care less. Um, anyway. Okay. Wow. This is really night. weird. <laughs> or day or wherever you day. are in the world. Um, thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.